the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, friends. This is Wendy Scott. I want you to know about my personal friend, Mark Romanowski, and his locksmith and fire door inspection business. Mark decided to sponsor Season Watch to share the great joy he's experienced since he gave his life to Jesus. He accepted the Lord later in life and hopes that you won't wait to have the same peace, too. Mark's always saying, hey, man, you just need Jesus, and that's true. So if your commercial building has fire doors, contact Mark's fire door inspection services. He can inspect and certify all your fire doors and help fix the most common problems with fire marshal inspections. Like Jesus helps us pass God's inspection for heaven. You can find Mark services and contact info at San Diego Fire Door Inspection.com. That's San Diego Fire Door Inspection.com. Thank you and God bless. Welcome to Season Watch with Wendy Scott, where we observe the things coming on the earth through biblical binoculars because the Bible is both timely and timeless. With her master's degree in rhetoric and writing skills, Wendy is a part time college professor, but a full time truth professor. She believes the Word of God is his perfect revelation, including a young earth six day creation, as well as the global flood inundation and that Israel is God's chosen nation. Faith alone in Jesus is salvation. The true church rapture comes pre-tribulation, followed by Christ's millennial domination and his eternal kingdom with earth's regeneration. Jesus is coming without hesitation. And now here's Wendy with today's topic. Hello friends. Thank you for joining me again with Season Watch and we're going to start again with prayer. Jesus, we just uh, pray for your peace right now. I pray right now for everybody who might be listening who um, doesn't have that security and peace in you. They haven't necessarily trusted in Jesus and received your forgiveness and um, your your promise of eternal life. And I just ask you, God, to just fill everyone listening right now with that sense of hope in you that they can trust you, they can walk with you. And Lord, Help us to follow your path and to be a blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, including all this whistleblower talk about aliens. Have you watched any of this? And so I just recorded a video for my Rumble channel that addresses what the Bible can shed on these claims and the the idea that biological beings from another planet are visiting the earth. So please go to rumble.com and search for Wendy's Words for Him to watch this two-part series. And you can find the link on my KPRZ Season Watch page to the Rumble channel or go to my website, mywordsforhim.com and click on Season Watch and then, not Season Watch, click on my Rumble channel and and then you can see that two-part series on what's the deal with aliens, right? And hopefully that can answer some of your questions biblically. Also, I want to tell you that I am so blessed that a friend of mine, Mark Romanowski, is helping to sponsor my show. So please visit his website, SanDiegoFireDoorInspection.com, to find out all of his services for your business. He's also a locksmith, so you can get that link on my website, WendyMyWordsForHim.com. And I'm really praising God not only for Mark's support, but for two other generous friends who wanted to help me keep this show going. And they've been tremendous a tremendous blessing to me. I pray God multiplies his kindness to them for their faithfulness. And I got to say, the most thanks goes to my mom, Jackie, for always supporting me and helping me through tight times. I love you, mom. 
you bring great joy to my heart. And so I needed help because my money ran out and I have had to bridge the gap from my, uh, from my radio costs until my first check of the semester. But I tell you, God has uh, led me to trust him and pour it all out for this ministry. And that's because I know that the time is short, shorter than I think we believe. And to be honest, I doubt sometimes if this is the best use of my money that God has given me. When I think about all of those of you listening, most of you are already believers. And frankly, my first call is to evangelism to the lost. And I think, hey, y'all probably driving in your cars or listening to your devices. And you have the word. You have all that you want of the word of God. And you have most of your needs met. And you probably have Jesus in your heart. And so I asked God, are you sure you want your money spent this way? But it's clear that he does because he keeps leading me forward. And so I want to tell you that the pain of my heart when I think about these things is um, is whether or not this is the best way to use the money. And I think about how many hungry people this money could feed and help and how many wells this money could dig for fresh water and how many victims of disaster this money could help or abused women and children it could rescue or Bibles this money could send to people in closed nations or ministries that could share the gospel and how many persecuted Christians this money could help rescue. And I think about these things And I want to believe that the seed that I sow into this radio show, that you will be inspired to multiply, that there will be manifold blessings from it, that you will reach out with the gospel, that you will do the work at this time, because time is short. And we could do so much with so little of our American dollars. You have to know the current system of this world is about to change. And you know, the digital passport is already required in Europe. They did it just like that. Several countries like Denmark have actually switched overnight to a digital ID and a cashless system. It's a shock. They didn't even warn them. And so right now throughout Europe overnight, many stores are requiring European digital ID to even enter a store. And every purchase in those stores is now cashless. And so it's creeping across the entire EU. And there was no warning. Uh, This is because the U.N. had pledged in the recent meeting to institute the digital health passport by May next year. But Europe instituted it overnight, practically. And once we're all put into this digital ID, without your permission, I may add, we'll see the same process of businesses and government agency transactions switching to cashless systems and requiring us to scan our digital ID. And if you think about it, our real ID driver's license already has a lot of info on it about us stored on the magnetic strip. So friends, they're already doing it and there's no opting out. This will be a seamless transition from cashless digital payment for everything and online banking, which most of us already do, to a digital dollar that is already outlined in last year's executive order number 14067. And so when we are switched overnight, it won't be an option. We'll go from digital banking to digital dollar. Most people won't really understand the difference. And once the money in our accounts is converted to the digital dollar, it will be trackable and controllable, just like the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau when he shut off the bank accounts of those truckers during the protest in 2022. And so, friends, we are at the very doors of tyranny, just as the Bible prophesied. Wake up. You should be seeing this. And they're setting up this Antichrist beast system like a noose around the neck of every person in the world. You should see what's happening, how the nations are dividing and taking sides, a lot like the Bible prophesied in the Revelation. 
that there's uh, the African nations and the BRICS nations are joining together with Russia and Iran and China, and they're starting to split into two different axes, uh, sort of, just like in World War II. And this uh, this is similar to what we see in Revelation. They're splitting off. They don't want to be part of the globalist system. They want their own system. So we're seeing this strange divide, and it's not a secret. <laughs> all the plans are documented. They're just not letting the media talk about it. Uh, but it's all out there. The UN's global sustainability goals, transferring all global authority to the WHO in order to dictate the world's health emergencies. Predictions by Klaus Schwab that the world will become increasingly angry this year. Boy, it turns out he was right. How did he know? And we're seeing riots and all kinds of uprisings around the world. Why? Because they're paid for and they're fomented by this movement. They want to get everybody upset and they want everybody to call for a unified government to put it down. And so immediate plans to implement the digital ID, cashless society, and digital currency, and to require health passports for any travel. That's on the agenda. They already passed it. And to move us into 15-minute cities, take away our cars, and freedom of movement. And it's not happening in the future. It's happening now. You just don't know it. They're distracting us, and we're not paying attention. And so believe me, they're not going to ask you. They're just doing it. Think about all the small businesses they closed over COVID lockdowns while the big businesses were considered essential. Churches were uh, constitutionally protected, yet they were considered non-essential and were required to close, while liquor stores and strip clubs, which did not have constitutional protections, were allowed to stay open. See a pattern? Well, now all those big businesses are richer than ever, and they are all on board with implementing the cashless society. And COVID already trained us to rely on the globalist partner, Amazon, to deliver everything we need through the cashless transactions and to keep us at home. And now even Amazon brick-and-mortar stores that they run use an app and cashless transactions. Some of them, all you have to do is walk in and get your stuff and walk out. It's crazy. So they're training us to get used to this and to like the convenience of it, right? But it's a trap. So you have to see this is coming now, and maybe you won't get all your value when they convert your bank account to digital dollar. Maybe they don't like who you've been. Maybe they are going to decide you're not a person who gets everything. Um, and so maybe they won't let you support the causes you're interested in or buy the things that you want to buy, buy this or buy that. Definitely you won't get to buy a gun anymore. And maybe your social credit score will be dinged um, because of your, you know, beliefs or the things you invest in. And maybe you won't be able to travel freely. And it'll be a digital prison and you won't have a, the privacy to spend your money as you like. It won't even feel like your money. Eventually, they will use it to keep us in line like they do in China in the social credit system. But I think that this will, that perhaps will be long gone before it gets that bad. That's my hope. (laughs) And so you can see this day rushing upon us, and either the Lord is coming soon or the cashless globalist society is about to trap us in their digital prison. And so either way, our things, our plans, and our money are about to be out of our hands. And that's why I'm doing this, because it's time for Christians to take this seriously and to act like God's word is true. You can see it coming. It was all prophesied. And so I urge you to think about what will you wish you could spend your money on after America goes cashless and the transaction, the transition to a digital dollar begins to lock us in, right? If you have some money saved up and you want to know what to do to prepare for the cashless digital system, first of all, 
I urge you to pray for wisdom. Think about these things. Look at the things coming on the earth. Look at the money that you have and how you could lose it or lose control of it if you have extra saved away. And pray for wisdom. Ask God to show you what to do. But then I always tell people a few things to consider, right? First of all, buy things you already know that you want. And go ahead and get them now. Don't wait. Buy things that you will wish you had if any food or other emergencies arrive, arise. Um, maybe buy things extra that you can trade if you need to if some emergencies arise. But most of all, and this is the point, most of all, invest in the kingdom of heaven now. My plea to you, my friend, is that if you love the Lord, give him more than your leftovers. He gave you and me his very best. And now is the time to invest in the kingdom. Please prayerfully consider sending generous donations where it can be fruitful for the kingdom now. We need to bring many more into his care, especially as the days of darkness approach. As Jesus said in John 9, 4, when no man can work, he said the day was coming and I see it coming. So please make use of that money that will go to all these evil people and instead send it to faithful charities now. Consider Open Doors or Voice of the Martyrs for the who stand for the persecuted church around the world. The increase of persecution against Christians is astronomical. We have no idea here. And then uh, maybe Chosen People Ministries is a great ministry, and they're really doing a lot of work in the land of Israel right now. Remember, God wants to sprinkle the land so that many come to Yeshua before we're raptured. And, and then there's uh, Jews for Jesus. And don't forget Samaritan's Purse and Compassion International. These are great charities for supporting people in, in deep trouble around the world. And then, of course, Talking Bibles or Wycliffe or some other gospel association that's getting the gospel into the hands of people around the world, translating it and getting it out there because people need the hope that we have. We take it for granted, and they're desperate for a word of hope from the truth. And so many, many more Christian, good Christian charities are out there that need our help and that they will give the gospel around the world. So please prayerfully consider where to send that money. And friends, there's a lot of generous servants of the Lord out there, and I wouldn't be surprised if you were one of them. Often in humility, being a blessing through the gift of your finances or time and service to others, or especially in your prayers. And so although we've spent some time on these urgent needs right now and recent developments, I want to continue in our spiritual warfare series. And so here we go, friends, fasten your truth belts as today we talk about defeating discouragement. These past several weeks, we've addressed preparing for spiritual battle and focused on how to heal from wounds of fear, wounds of shame, wounds of offense, and injustice, which is usually an attack on our pride. And a key verse that helps us to recover from such wounds that we have talked about it was First Peter 5, 6. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, right? He's always picking off the person that's on their own, especially if you've been wounded and you're kind of often isolated and licking your wounds. Boy, Satan's looking for you. And so resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of grace who has called us to his eternal glory by Jesus Christ, after you have suffered a while, 
perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. He is faithful, and we have to trust him to bring us through. We're always growing. We're always preparing for the next battle and the next promotion, the next stage, and he wants us to be ready. We're in a training program. We have to remember that just like when we train for any kind of sport or any kind of experience where you have to have your heightened skills, he's always doing that with us, and we don't understand we're in his training program, and uh, we get discouraged. And so we trust the Lord to guard our hearts and minds from these wounds in Jesus Christ. And so today we want to start talking about the seeping wounds of discouragement. It's not like the other wounds because it usually develops over time. There are a lot of things that can happen unexpectedly that cause us to be discouraged, and we're going to talk about that more next week. But today we're going to look at the discouragement which comes from the perception that circumstances won't get better, they won't change, overall that there's no hope. And that's discouraging, and it makes us feel isolated. And a lot of us become discouraged by things that others around us get used to and that people even lose the empathy that we need uh, to persevere. So people get used to us having these things. They go, yeah, okay, I'm sorry, well, whatever. And so some of these things might be chronic pain, right, or chronic illness that we have to deal with. Um, it could be a dead-end job, something that we feel like we're not fulfilled and we, we have no hope of getting anywhere. Plans for our life has not have not happened, right? Things we thought we would do and our life turned out a whole different way and we're discouraged about that. We feel like it's too late. And then there's life circumstances like a troubled home or maybe addiction in the home. That is very discouraging. It feels like it never ends. And just getting older and losing relevance or mobility uh, makes us feel discouraged and that there's no hope. Or we can feel lonely or forgotten or unwanted, right? Sideline that we don't really matter to anybody. Maybe we're not needed by anybody. And these things are very discouraging, and Satan uses them to take us down, to take us out of our assignments, and to make us feel like it's over and there's no hope. And there are many long-term circumstances that might cause you to feel not relevant anymore, that anyone really cares about you, and maybe you feel alone and past your usefulness. And that could be really hard on our joy, can't it? But you have to remember that God, in God's kingdom, we all have equal value in his eyes. And the Bible says that he loves the contrite and humble spirit, that they are not forgotten, and he puts the lonely in families. And he has a good plan for us all. We have to trust these promises of his and not be taken down or bogged down by the treachery of having to deal with things over a long period of time. And so we all have our part in the kingdom. And the trick is to take our eyes off of ourselves and to put our eyes on the true hope of the kingdom of God, where the humble are exalted and given kingdom responsibilities for their faithfulness. And so the process of healing those seeping wounds of discouragement is to put your own cares aside and to put your hope in God. He will restore all things. Be faithful till the end because you're precious in the sight of God. And so we worship him with all our heart, and that draws us close to him. And we pray for wisdom and counsel to know our assignment and how to have a perspective on the things that we're dealing with. And we study the word to become encouraged and to become an expert in the word of God for ourselves and for others, because we can, God will use us to feed others with the things that we learn. So listen, if you feel sidelined, then use that time to grow in your spiritual weapons. If the world is passing you by, 
then let it, right? It's no good anyway, right? Go into your secret pavilion with the Lord, and he will reveal great and mighty things to you. Then he'll give you opportunities to use your gifts and calling to build the kingdom. The healing cure for disappointment is to surrender our life and ourselves to God's service. It's the only thing that really has lasting value. And we have to stop focusing on our circumstances the best that we can. Sometimes they nag at us and it's hard, but we have to do our best not to focus on our circumstances and our disappointments and to give ourselves away any way that he calls us to. God is faithful and he's looking for volunteers who will simply raise their hand and offer what little they have trusting him. Remember Second Chronicles 16.9, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, looking to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Do you want God to show himself strong on your behalf for the glory of his kingdom? Then volunteer. He has an assignment for you. I guarantee it. Remember the little boy who donated his lunch, right? We see that in John 6, 9. And there's this lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish. But what are they among so many people? Then Jesus said, make the people to sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in numbers of about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, that little bit that was offered. And when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to those sitting down and likewise of the fish as much as they wanted. Look what God did. He does a miracle with the little we offer him. He's just looking for partners in spite of our circumstances so he can bless and amaze us to his glory. And your pain might not go away, but your joy will abound. This life is like a vapor. And he asks us to trust him to make it beautiful until the end. We see in Matthew 6.33, But first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things that you need will be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. And we see in Luke 12.32, he continues with this, Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell all that you have, give alms, provide yourselves bags which wax not old, a treasure in the heavens that fails not, where no thief approaches, neither moth corrupts. And where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Let your loins be girded about and your lights burning, and you yourselves like men who wait for their Lord when he will return from the wedding, that when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately." Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he comes, shall find watching. Verily, I say to you, that he shall gird himself and make them sit down to meet and will come forth and serve them. He's so good. And if he shall come in the second watch or in the third watch and find them so, blessed are those servants. Don't don't be discouraged, even if it feels like the third watch. Keep going. He will find you faithful. And so ask God to help you find a faithful fellowship group. And then jump in. And if you're homebound, stop using that old excuse not to do the work of the Lord. Find out who needs prayer and fight to tear down strongholds. Pray for protection of the innocent. Contend for the ministries on the front lines to soften the spirit, um, the spiritual targets that are needed. And pray for those who need healing and encouragement and breakthrough. You could just give yourself away. There's always somebody who needs encouragement. You encourage them. And they, you'll feel fulfilled, and you'll, you'll have that joy. You can use your phone and the Internet to 
have a prayer network, right? And ask someone to help you to join an online groups that meet and pray and study the word together. You can't quit. We're almost there, right? And there's a lot of work to be done. If you, if not you, then who's going to do this work? And we need workers everywhere, every corner. So be faithful in the little things, and the Lord will bless you with great things, both in this life and in the life to come. Stop looking at your circumstances through the eyes of the world they don't see in the spiritual realm. Put your eyes on the things to come. Store up treasures in heaven. And remember that Jesus promised in Isaiah 61, 3, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. And in John sixteen thirty three, these things I've spoken unto you that you might have peace in the world. You shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So, friends, be of good cheer. Our redemption is near. Be faithful to turn the Lord. Let him build you up, establish you, strengthen you, and use you for his kingdom. The time is short. So until next time, God bless you all. Join Wendy Scott every Saturday at 3 p.m. on K Praise for another episode of Season Watch. Previous episodes can be found through the K-Praise podcast platform, where you can also access Wendy's other platforms and contact links. Please email Wendy with show comments, questions, or suggestions at wscott at mywordsforhim.com or visit her website at mywordsforhim.com for additional resources. Watch other teachings on her Rumble channel. Wendy's Words for Him, her fiction novel, The Lost, A Story of Christmas, can be found on Amazon. Until next week, watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Hi, friends. This is Wendy Scott. I want you to know about my personal friend, Mark Romanowski, and his locksmith and fire door inspection business. Mark decided to sponsor Season Watch to share the great joy he's experienced since he gave his life to Jesus. He accepted the Lord later in life and hopes that you won't wait to have the same peace, too. Mark's always saying, hey, man, you just need Jesus. And that's true. So if your commercial building has fire doors, contact Mark's fire door inspection services. He can inspect and certify all your fire doors and help fix the most common problems with fire marshal inspections. Like Jesus helps us pass God's inspection for heaven. You can find Mark services and contact info at San Diego Fire Door Inspection.com. That's San Diego Fire Door Inspection.com. Thank you and God bless. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.